You're listening to the Truly I Tell You podcast. Podcast. Happy New Year! This is Truly I Tell You podcast episode three with Joe Becker and Lydia. And as you know, we're all Christians and our three most important things in life are Jesus, people and the world we live in. Each episode will be filled with stuff that we think is just too good to keep to ourselves. So it could be a film, a documentary, an important issue in our world, some well-known and others less mainstream. And each episode will end with one of us bringing a verse from the Bible that has directly impacted one of our lives and shining a light on that. And we hope this podcast is enriching, thought-provoking and basically leaves you in a better place after tuning in. The Truly I Tell You podcast. Okay, so we're here. Episode three. Yay! Yes! Hopefully, uh, mum and dad, you're still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, actually, since uh, last episode, um, I was talking about Middlesbrough Football Club and the good times, the glory days of relegation (laughs) in cup finals. And I'm actually wearing the away strip wow. of the 1996-97 season. I mean, it's beautiful. You've got you've got Coca-Cola advertised, you've got a collar, and Joe's starting it out, lifting the collar up, you know, Elvis style. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an excellent, an excellent look. Yeah. Yes. We've suddenly moved from talking about football to a fashion shoot, hasn't it? This is our stylist uh, well, on today's shoot. Moving forward on fashion, myself and Liv just got some Borough face masks yeah. made out of old Borough curtains. Uh, yeah. That from, is cool. You know what? You think as well, like old Borough curtains, that they're going to be this really manky, like worn away, but they look brand new. They're I don't new, know where yeah. she will have got these. Like she, This woman handmade them. But I don't know where she would have gotten them from because it genuinely looks brand new, really good material. It doesn't look like it's been sat in a nine-year-old boy's room. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand where she got it from. I understand. It's the glory day. Yeah. The glory. It's the glory. It's the glory. So on today's episode, we're chatting about Christmas! It's never too late to talk about Christmas. So we're looking at what was your best Christmas ever. And we've got music from Becca Young and the collective she's part of, JC for me, and John for 13 to 14. The Truly I Tell You podcast. Well, the, well, the question is really, what was your best Christmas? Because, well, for me... Christmas is a family occasion. Everyone travels all the way to to Borough to celebrate Christmas. Is that the only place Christmas happens in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only, only place Christmas happens. Well, I mean, wow. our sister and her husband might travel back to where they're from, but actually, his parents move to Middlesbrough anyway, so. It seems that no one's going to be in any other place around. Feels like Middlesbrough <laughs> is like almost like the promised land, yeah, and like yeah. this is where Jesus Christ will come back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, for me, my best Christmas was probably, you know, it's a bit of a, a bit of a rickety one for the family, a bit messy. We all knew it was going to be, and this is like end of September, October, November. I can't even remember the month. But One Direction had just released tickets 
for the On The Road Again tour Aww. in uh, 2016. <laughs> Currently in 2015, because it's the year before. And um, I come downstairs knowing that these tickets are going to be released and absolutely no one is at home. I come downstairs like 8 o'clock in the morning, I know the ticket's going up at maybe 9 or something. I get a laptop out and I'm just waiting for my mum or my dad or my brothers to just kind of appear so I can be like, here, give us your card and I'll just buy these tickets and, you know, it'll be harmless. But no one is here and I'm like, where is everyone? It's Saturday morning, no one's home, what's going on? And so then I just continue to sit there with my laptop open and, you know, it, it goes by, it sells out, and I'm just I'm just a bit gutted, really, because I thought I was going to get some tickets. Oh, it said, it's sold out. It sold out, like, within a few hours. You were trying without a card. I was trying without a card. Literally waiting for someone to turn up with a card so I could just be like, quick, quick, quick. Um, and it didn't, didn't work out in the end, so, you know, months go by. And it's Christmas morning, and my brother hands me and Becca a little box. I don't know where you get these things from, but cardboard box. Or two, or two yeah, boxes. that you open and it says, you're, you're going, going to see, yeah, you're going to see so-and-so. Um, and so I open it and it says, you're going to go to see One Direction. And I'm like screaming, I'm so happy. And I'm like, what? how did you do this? Where did you get these? And Busy, my brother, had set up a little like ticket, ticket buying set over at my sister's house. And that's why no one was at home because everyone was buying these tickets online. So oh. our brother, our dad, our brother-in-law, our other brothers, yeah. everyone was like trying to get these tickets. Mm, and yeah. de- just definitely the best Christmas for me. That oh. was just, yeah, so I, st- I wish One Direction would reunite and I could just experience, experience that, you know, euphoria. It kind of made me feel like she says, family is going through a really difficult time. But I got one direction tickets. It was the best Christmas ever. It, it definitely was. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, that little gift just made that Christmas. Oh, that's so sweet of your family. That all do that. Well, mine. I don't really. Remember. It was 2007, so do the maths. I'm seven years old, and oh. it's really not like that big of a Christmas. Nothing really happened, but. It snowed. It was a white Christmas. Whoa. Yeah, it That's quite rare, actually, isn't it? Very yeah. rare up north. Um, and actually, I remember that year I got some dunks. I got some Nike dunks. So I felt like cool, like a basketballer. Then I also got some black leggings. And initially, like, I, was, I wasn't I was that fussed on them. But then I tried them on and they were ankle leggings. Like, they went all the way to my ankle. And it's the first time I ever found leggings like that. And I just... I've stuck with that being such a great present for me. What about you, Joe? What's your favourite Christmas? My favourite Christmas. Uh, and actually, I do know the year. It was like uh, end of the 90s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, oh, it was so good. Uh, obviously, I enjoyed Christmas, but why it was so good was I'm just going to go totally materialistic in the <laughs> Like, the presents were on point. I was like, I was like, Mum and Dad, you were going above and beyond I am buzzing <laughs> so let me just tell you real off I mean the top ones because usually it's like one main present yeah but there was like three one main one. ones I was like I asked them but I didn't expect all of them like how a minute so I got some Adidas Predator football boots um, oh nice anyone interested they were the 1998 uh, edition all my days so 
I mean, they were expensive. Like, yeah, yeah. Totally like 120 quid well, for some football boots. Man, I looked after them. I felt like a million dollars in there. Yeah, I felt yeah. like a pro footballer. Sometimes played like one. <laughs> um, I also got um, N64. There was a, a wrestling game, WWEF back in the day, WWE No Mercy. So I was like, wow. yes, get in, Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the final main present was, uh, I got a Middlesbrough uh, football keeper top that I wore mm. when I played football and it had uh, my name on the back, Winters. So I was Aww, like, oh, that's nice. It was unreal, it was so good. Very <laughs> spot themed present yeah. there, Joel. There we go. Yeah, violence and wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> nice game. <laughs> <laughs> The Truly I Tell You podcast. So now uh, we're going to be talking about uh, music and actually um, the collective that is JC for me um, and Becca Young, our very own Becca. Hiya. Hiya. Uh, she, she is actually part of this collective. I've only started listening, honestly, the last two weeks uh, to these guys and my days. It is all real, this music. What what kind of genre would you call it? Hip hop? Oh, hip hop, R&B, soul. <laughs> Gospel, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of stuff. I mean, honestly, I am grooving. I was grooving. <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling like, just cool, man. I'm just cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, driving along in my JCV now. <laughs> I'm driving but seriously, and we're going to play a little uh, clip. Here's one that's called I Could Really, and it's part of the JC for Me collective. You don't have to have it all together now. Just gotta be willing to surrender your life. Part that you've been walking only let you down. Road is running out, do you believe you can fly? Now on the count of three, say I could really. My whole body is my Achilles. I wasn't baptized at birth. Nerve keeps me on that silly's home plan and worshiping bell. One, two, three, I could really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love what it. Um, can, I, can I be in your band? Um, I, I'll have to talk to, you know, the crew uh, leader, which is Tolly. But um, I, I can talk to Bill. I'll put it good work. For, for those listening, she's not looking me in the eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were friends, just be honest. No, no. Honestly, I don't want to spoil that vibe. It's, it's good. But seriously, all my days, uh, I'm so impressed with it. Like, it's like... It's a dark horse in the race of music. <laughs> dark horse. Dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was great. Potential lyricist there. Definitely. But yeah, I was there. Uh, just to let you know, actually, I haven't told you this, uh, Becca. One of my good, very good friends, Gareth, who's very into, obviously, he's very into his music, very... <laughs> it's very sweet time with music. He was like, listen, I'm gonna check this out. You know, whenever there's a good thing, you're like, gonna show yeah, your friends. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I've got no balls for this. This nice, is nice. seriously good. He was like, this is world class. Yeah. So, uh, Becca Young is part of that collective JC for me, but also they do their own uh, solo stuff. Yeah, and yeah. actually, Becca has uh, released um, an EP. Uh, and I didn't actually know what this meant uh, before I asked her. I was like, what is actually an EP? For those of you who are interested in extended, extended play, there we go. There you go. <laughs> Probably everyone knew that. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, Becca's releasing the EP. She's, she's also re- uh, released a song. So yeah, Tender came out the 28th of August. Here it is. to share with people kind of share with us like learn a little bit about what is the backstory uh, behind Tender yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a Tinder <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we had this joke like me and Tolly were saying that because it's like by Christy and Artist we could be like oh it's Christy and Tinder it's Tender, like Christy and Tender, like... Yeah, yeah, it's Tender, it's not, it's not Tender. It is Tender, T-N-D-E-R. But yeah, what is the backstory? Because from hearing it, I think it will really, really resonate with, with people. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. so Tender is about a relationship that I went through in my life that um, for those Christines out there, I thought was from God. I was like, this is the one that I'm going to be with, it's great, like, and it was... Um, an intense two weeks where it was just like a summer romance where I was just like, this is this is what it's meant to be like. And then um, at the end of those two weeks, God had said to this guy, like, look, you guys aren't meant to be together. Um, and I will never know if that was for then or it's forever all. But um, I guess from like experiencing that relationship, um, I was just aware of like actually you know, our relationships are meant to include God and our relationships are meant to be glorified to God. So, in essence, like, even though God didn't speak to me about it, if I chose to stick with that relationship, I wouldn't be obeying what God wanted me to do. And So I ended up writing this song because my emotions from this whole time were so jaded. I was so, like, unaware of actually how am I supposed to be feeling? How can I let this out without, like, being crazy and like unfollowing this guy and not speaking to him ever again um so i just tried to deal with it in like a, i guess it's like the most mature way i've ever dealt with my emotions before just like writing a song which sounds as daft as it can be but um yeah it was a really good way of me just getting it all out and also seeing um now after writing this song i have so much clarity i feel like i have so much closure like me and God, we've been chatting. I've just been like, actually, God, thank you so much for the experiences that you've put us through. As much as it hurts at the time, I've now got a song that, you know, it's done pretty well in its release. Um, and I'm glad that there's a chapter of my life that I can actually, rather than look back on, I can listen to and think, how much has God done now? And, yeah. 
The Truly I Tell You podcast. Cast, 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 cast. Uh, okay, so the, the verse that I'm uh, bringing today is from John, uh, the Gospel of John, John 4, 13 to 14. And basically, a little bit of background. Uh, Jesus is talking, he goes to a well, and there's a Samaritan woman, and basically Jews and Samaritans are not meant to like hang out. Uh, they don't really hang out at all. So Jesus, just being countercultural, as he, as he always is, um, showing us how to really live, uh, is, is spending time with this Samaritan woman. And the, the meet at like noon, midday, which tells you straight away through the history of it, that actually uh, this woman is probably a bit of an outcast as well, because everyone would go in the, uh, the morning when it's kind of like not as hot. The noon is the hottest part of the day, so she's on her own. And the amazing thing is, Jesus, the, the Jesus, he goes, oh, can you get me a drink, please? Like, so he's asking her for a drink, which is like, I love that, it's awesome. Because mm, so they're at this well. And um, and then anyway, it, uh, it goes on, and I love one of the things kind of Jesus says. He's kind of like, uh, actually, 
if you knew who it was who was asking you for a drink, you would be asking me for a drink. <laughs> because I could give you, I can give you the water. The, he calls it the living water, which he's talking about actually is the Holy Spirit and in, in his spirit that they never you never need to go to a well again. You never need to be thirsty again. So the scripture, without further ado, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory of Bible history there. John 4, 13 to 14, it says, Jesus said to this uh, Samaritan woman, everyone who drinks this water, the water in the well, will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Amazing. Actually, I genuinely feel myself proper welling up. Not crying, welling up, buzzing yeah. like in, yeah, yeah. inside. And uh, genuinely, I could talk. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> I could talk for a long time right now. And that's what this living water literally does in us as Christians. Is is it, it, it's so satisfying? It's so amazing! It so fills us with passion and excitement. Mm. And I know exactly what Jesus is talking about when he talks about this living water. When we say, when we come to Jesus um, and invite him into our, our life, when I invite him into my life, I've just discovered like kind of his spirit living in me, and it's the most satisfying thing in my life. Yeah. Uh, JC for me <laughs> uh, it's the most satisfying thing in my life and actually yeah I just just feel really like uh, bubbling in that uh, and, and stuff like that like and that's certainly in my life before as a Christian I felt I did feel I felt there was something missing I felt there was like dissatisfaction uh, and there was something missing I was just having the tap water wasn't I I wasn't having the real yeah. living water just yeah. the tap water yeah. just, just the, the H2O without the Holy Spirit yeah. but actually even as a Christian do you know what when I'm maybe trying to do things on my own without God not often not fully intentionally or just kind of like become kind of just consumed in what's around me and uh, become less God aware I feel that dissatisfaction yeah. I tell you whatever's going around me whatever even if things are what you would perceive as really bad around me if I've got my eyes on Jesus on that living water honestly I just feel myself a bit like a well yeah, yeah. <laughs> just overflowing yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. but even then like amongst all that like amazing stuff you just said Joe like Jesus goes to the outcasts he doesn't just go to anyone it's the outcasts that like for that time it was a Samaritan woman but for now it could be the homeless person it could be you know, the, the alcoholic that just walks up and down the street. Like, Jesus will go to that person because everyone else is saying, oh no, I won't bother. I won't bother putting time in that. But like, if you're listening and you feel like an outcast, feel like someone that people don't go to, Jesus wants to come to you. Jesus wants to give you the never ending water, the living water, and that only he can offer you as well. Yeah, and actually, uh, even if, um, we're not a homeless person or whatever uh, we, you're right we can all feel outcast at some yeah. point that we don't quite fit in and just personally I've discovered that just that sense of belonging 
uh, in relationship with yeah. Jesus and the security that do you know what whether someone likes me or or I think I'm off my head or they really yeah. don't like me yeah do you know what actually I'm cool with that yeah that's fine yeah. um, so I want to really ask you listening do you have this living water and if not, why not? <laughs> I, and maybe just to reflect on, what things do you think are stopping you from diving right in? Just, that's just something for you to ponder. Oh my days, I have, I've, honestly, I've loved this, uh, bit like Jesus, the episodes, I believe, get better and better each time. <laughs> I love this episode, it's so interesting. The Truly I Tell You podcast. Cast, 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 cast. You've been listening to Truly I Tell You podcast with Joe Becker and Lydia. And remember, truly I tell you, you are loved by God. You are loved by people and you are important to this world. And if you've liked what you've heard today, uh, please do give us a five-star rating and review so more people can hear about this podcast. The Truly I Tell You podcast. Cast, cast, cast.